Welcome to the Self-Publishing School Podcast. This is the podcast to listen to if you're an aspiring writer or an author who wants to be more successful. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a book successfully, all from the top authors and people just like you who are doing it at the highest level. I'm your host, Chandler Volt, the founder of Self-Publishing School, the author of the book called Published, and the CEO of selfpublishing.com. For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. Hey, Chandler Bolt here and joining me today is Ryan Levesque. Uh, Ryan is the Inc. 500 CEO of the Ask Method Company uh, and author of the number one national best-selling book called Ask, uh, which was named as the number one marketing book of the year by Inc., uh, and his latest book, Choose, helps readers avoid making the single biggest mistake when starting a business and guides people uh, through answering the important question of what type of business should you start. So um, two great books. You may remember them. Um, I, I almost forgot that this happened. It was uh, Self-Publishing School podcast episode number four years and years ago. Uh, we talked about uh, self-publishing to the number one, uh, to number one on the USA Today and Wall Street uh, Journal bestseller list. So we break down a lot of the first book, um, but he's launched another book since then and learned a whole lot uh, about books since then. So I'm super excited to, Ryan, uh, to have Ryan here. Today, we're going to be talking about using books to grow your business, uh, free plus shipping book funnels. We're going to talk about quiz funnels. Obviously, that's something he knows a lot about. Uh, and we might even get into talking about how all of this leads to starting a software company. That's something I'm personally interested in, but we'll see if we have time. Uh, we're going to dive in. Ryan, great to have you here. Chandler, it's awesome to be here, man. It's great to be back. I can't believe it. It's so cool to see your meteoric rise and the rise of your business. I can't believe that was episode four uh, way back in the day. It's like to be a single digit episode is kind of cool. <laughs> and to see how much you've done since then and the impact that you've had and all the authors that you've helped along the way. It's, uh, it's just cool to see it and uh, to you know, get to play a small role in the process. Right back at you, man. It's been really cool seeing your business grow and I feel like just w watching your business grow, we think very similarly. And I feel like we are both high operators. <laughs> and so like the <laughs> operational excellence with which you run your business and just seeing kind of as we've both grown uh, in tandem, it's been a lot of fun. So I want, I want to talk a little bit, you know, obviously we're going to get in quiz funnels, free plus shipping funnels, all that good stuff. But, but first, like my books is a major part of your business. I mean, you've got them back there uh, right behind you. If, if people are watching the video version of this, uh, why books? Why write the first one? Why write the next one? And how are these, how do these kind of fit in with your business? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. And so I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, I, I believe everyone should have a book. Um, and there are a few reasons for this. Um, number one, you know, if you can convince someone to read a book, they are investing anywhere from, you know, two to eight or more hours of their life. And you are able to convey your beliefs, your ideas. Uh, you go through this indoctrination process as a reader where you really understand what someone stands for, what their ideas are all about, their voice, their language. Um, and, you know, there are very few ways to do that um, uh, elsewhere or with another mechanism other than a book. So that's number one. Number two, and you can see this behind me, is that you actually own physical shelf space in a person's home or office with a book. And a book is arguably the best advertising medium in the world, right? It's like, you, you know, you've got the, the books behind me here. Um, and uh, the books have my name on it. They have uh, the, the title and um, they own shelf space on a person's desk 
on their you know night uh, bedside table, um, you know, uh, when they go to sleep, uh, their kitchen, um, their bookshelf, wherever they might have that book. And so um, there are very few mediums or media, um, not for the right way to say this, um, other than a book that give you that sort of perfect combination. So I'm a huge fan of books. I believe everyone should have a book. Um, and of course, there's a right and wrong way to market that book, to actually get it in people's hands and actually getting them reading that. And uh, we do a few things, um, I think, somewhat differently or unique that I've just personally learned through trial and error, um, going through the process of um, publishing now two books and working on our third. So um, yeah, happy to talk about it and Let's, let's uh, talk about that. So uh, things that you do uniquely or things that you've really seen move books. And I know we talked about, a little bit about this in the last episode, but I mean, with yeah. Ask, you just kind of came out swinging and it was like, you took a big swing with that book. And you did a lot, I mean, you did a lot of different things. I know the podcast media side of things, there was a frequent shipping funnel side of things, like there was a bunch of things. What have you seen work well and what do you feel like that you do differently? And then maybe later in the interview, we'll get to what you've learned from book one to book two and then now going into book three. Yeah, you know, so first book, Ask, um, you're right, came out swinging. So just invested a lot of time and a lot of money and kind of went all in. I mean, it was at a time in my career where I decided to kind of put all my chips in and said, um, I want to get this book out in a huge way. And the, the, I think we probably talked about this in the um, interview we did, but um, the most successful channels, the most su successful media that we found uh, was number one, doing paid media. So very targeted paid media to, at that time, a free plus shipping funnel. And I'll talk about my um, evolution and thinking and results since then. And number two, um, doing a very hardcore and highly targeted podcast media tour. So um, I did some mainstream media. I did national television. I did national radio. Um, I did national media. For me personally, in our niche, that did not move the needle sales-wise. Now, it's not to say that that doesn't work at all, but in our particular media, in our particular market, um, which is the um, sort of entrepreneurial digital marketing type space, um, we would, you know, I'd do a show on radio. I'd be on New York City radio or national radio, and we'd look at our sales figures and we'd you know, check them after the show and it didn't really move the needle a whole bunch. And problem with radio is that you've got to be on when that spot is happening. So if it's a 8 p.m. on a Tuesday night spot, like you've got to be there at 8 p.m. on Tuesday night. There's no pre-record. It's like you're doing it live. Same thing with television. And you got to, you know, fly into New York or, you know, go where we're going to go. It's, it's, it's a big time commitment versus podcasts. I love podcasts because most podcasts nowadays are pre-recorded. You can fit it into your schedule. You can knock these things out back to back to back. And depending on your style, for me, I like to just go all in and sprint. So I'm just going to do 100 interviews in like, you know, like a couple of weeks. Just like, like put them all in there. You get a lot of bang for your buck. And because they're recorded, you've got all the sort of, you know, um, returning listeners later on, not just who listen it right to, to it right then and there, but they're probably people who listen to our interview from however many years ago that was, this year still. So it's a great win for the producer of the podcast, great win for you. So that's what I learned in the first book. Now, our thinking has evolved a little bit and um, there are two notable differences in the second book that have made a huge difference to us and I wanna pass along both of these things. So um, first one is we've made a shift largely, not across everything, but largely from free plus shipping funnels to buy our book for 10 bucks and get the shipping for free. 
Now you might say, well, what's, what's the difference? Like, you know, if you're charging, you know, free plus 9.95 shipping and handling, what's the difference? Um, what we found, and again, this is just our experience. I'm only speaking from our experience. We've done, we do a lot of testing. You know this, we test everything. And we, we did a number of head to head free plus shipping versus buy the book for 10 bucks and get uh, free shipping and handling. And what we found is two things. Number one, the people who um, buy the book for 10 bucks and get free shipping um, spend more money out of the gate in the one-click upsell flow on the back of the book, meaning we you know, get the book, but then we might put a course in front of them or opportunity for membership or a trial for software or whatever it may be. They spend more money out of the gate in what we call the average order value than people who do the free come in via free plus shipping. That's number one. Number two, We've also tracked that that extends months and even years down the road with lifetime customer value. So we found that people that come in and buy the book for 10 bucks are, have a higher lifetime customer value than the ones that come in free plus shipping. Now, my hypothesis on why this is true, I don't know this to be a fact, but my hypothesis is the frame that you've set when someone comes in and buys the book for 10 bucks and gets free plus shipping is what are they buying? They're buying a book and we value what we pay for. So it's just a slight psychological difference. That's number one. Number two, there's a shift that's happened. My first book came out in 2015. So in the last five years, there's a shift that's happened online. It's obviously we've been propagated first and foremost by Amazon, but what is our expectation today that may not have been our expectation five years ago? We expect stuff to get shipped to us for free. We don't expect to pay for shipping. Now that wasn't always the case. Like there was a paradigm not that long ago that you would go online to an e-commerce type scenario and you expected to pay for shipping. Nowadays, you go to Amazon and what? We don't, no one pays for shipping. Everything's free. I buy the thing and I get free shipping. So I think there's been a shift in, in for both of those reasons. And I don't know that to be true. That's just my hypothesis that the buy the book for 10 bucks and get free shipping outperforms both on the front end conversion, the immediate one-click upsell average order value, and lifetime customer value. So we've made a shift in that direction, not across the board 100% because we still see there's some outliers, but the majority of our funnels perform better with that scenario versus the free plus shipping. So that was the, the first kind of big learning that I'll pass along to everyone here. Of course, test it. It's not to say that this is universal, and I'm sure, Chandler, you probably have maybe your funnels or even students of yours that see the opposite to hold true. I'm just speaking from our perspective. That was a learning for us in the last um, you know, year or so. Hey, so quick question before you go to the second notable difference on the, on the next uh, most recent book. So you're seeing average order value and lifetime value go up. Um, are you seeing the cost per book acquisition going up as well? I would imagine not, yes, but not as much, or have you, is that been affected and, and does that even out or it's still the overall funnel is more profitable going straight up uh, by the book for 10 bucks? Yeah, it's a great question. So, so the numbers that we look, in our, look at in our business, we look at two numbers in our book funnels that kind of ratchet down to one specific, one specific number. So the two numbers that we look at are CPA, so cost per acquisition, and AOV, average order value. And at the end of the day, if we can have an AOV line that's hovering above our CPA line, um, that's really what we look at because it allows infinite scale. So if our CPA is higher with a $10 book, let's just make up pretend numbers for a minute. Let's say our CPA number is $25, but our average order value is $30 and we have a $5 delta. Um, 
that's better than, for example, the free plus shipping, a $20 uh, cost per action CPA, cost per sale, which is lower than $25 with a $21 average order value, right? If you do the math, the first version is better, even though your CPA, your cost per acquisition is higher. So we look at that and it's just a matter of what allows us to scale um, furthest. And then when you ratchet on top of that, the lifetime customer value that you're bringing in. And again, my hypothesis on this is that people are buying a book, they value it, they treasure it more. They actually read the book. And because they're actually reading the book, they're better indoctrinated with what it is that you do in your business. So therefore, they're more likely to buy your additional products and services down the road. Um, and I can't prove that for a fact because it's really hard to measure readership because um, it's sure. self-reported sure. and it's a little bit yeah. of a, you know, kind of a guess. Um, but that's what we've seen in our business. And so we're, we're, we're doubling down on that on both this book and then the next book that we have coming out um, down the road as well. So that was the first learning. Now, second one kind of dovetails in, in really what's a focus in our business. And that's this. And we see this with, with our clients and um, our students. One of the most successful ways to explode the sales of your book is to do it through what's called a quiz funnel. Now, quiz funnel, for anyone not familiar, just in a nutshell, is a funnel where when someone lands on your website, instead of trying to sell them your book right away or whatever, you begin by taking them through some form of quiz. And the quiz is designed to ask people a series of questions to understand a little bit more about their situation. So after people go through the quiz, you can sell your product or service, not in a one-size-fits-all way, but you can position, like in this case, your book in a way that's highly relevant to them. Right now, I did this years ago in one of our niche market businesses in the orchid care space. We have a book on how to care for orchids. It's called Orchids Made Easy. Now, that book covers a number of different topics. We cover reblooming, repotting, um, we cover uh, disease, we cover the basics of orchid care, we cover temperature, humidity, and all of these different topics. Now, we could sell that book and talk about that book in a generic way, but what we found is it's much more effective to ask a few questions about for in this case, what struggle someone's having with their orchids. And then we talk about the chapters of the book that are most relevant to them in the sales video, in the sales letter. So we did that on our most recent book, Choose. And what we did is we created this quiz called uh, What Type of Business is Right for You? Take this quiz to figure out what type of business is right for you. There are 16 major types of businesses. Let's figure out which one is right for you answer a few questions, and we'll recommend this for you for free. Now, um, this takes people down this path of asking them a series of questions totally free. After people take the quiz, they have one of 16 different video outcomes. And based on their video outcome, the next step that we recommend to people is, hey, um, if you found this helpful, the reality is what's more important than what type of business to start is not what, but who you're going to serve. In fact, I have a book on that very topic, and I'd love to give you a copy of the book, plus all these bonuses, let me explain. And that's the path that we use to get people um, purchasing our book. Now, here's the cool bit. One of the downsides of getting your book on a platform like Amazon, for example, is that when someone buys your book on Amazon, they're not your customer. And of course, you know this, you, you teach this, right? They're not your customer. So you need a way, you need a return path for people to uh, sign up for your email list so you can market to them your other products and services. So Amazon's great. You make a little bit of money on the front end selling your book, but Amazon owns the customer, not you. 
we found the most effective way to get people from an Amazon book buyer or Barnes and Noble book buyer or bookstore book buyer, whatever, onto our list is to use an assessment or a quiz. So what we do is we use the quiz in both places. We use the quiz mm. as the tool to get people buying our book on our website. But we also say, hey, in the early pages of the book, before you go any further, stop. <laughs> to get the most out of this experience, to get the most out of this book, the next step is to take this assessment that's gonna help you determine what type of business is right for you. And I'm gonna encourage you to read the rest of this book through the lens of what your entrepreneurial type is, what business type you are. Are you MBTI? Uh, uh, What's your type? Take this quiz to find out. Now, so what that means is you get mileage from this tool in two places. One, in the book itself for people who like just buy the book. And two, as a way to get people to buy the book off of your website. And I see this as an almost universal strategy that virtually any nonfiction writer can incorporate into your book. And if you think about it, like I first got this idea years ago when I took the Strengths Finders test. Did you ever take that or read that book? Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, one of the most, and just side, like as a sidebar, maybe this is what you're about to say, hopefully not. But like, I think that's one of the smartest things that they did is say free test with the book. That's why they're on the New York Times list basically every single week, right? Is they, exactly. Is they've, matched a, they've matched a personality test with a book sale. Yeah. And that's why they've had over 7 million people take that quiz. Imagine having a list of people of over 7 million people. Like what would that do? How would that transform your business, your life? And so we've just tapped in on that same thing. Uh, my good friend, Sally Hogshead, New York Times bestselling author, she's done the same thing with her um, fascination quiz. What's your fascination profile, fascination type, which is ingenious. So um, it's just tapping into something that's already there and that's working. And so we find that that is the single most effective way to sell our book on our website is via quiz. Take the quiz. On the back of the quiz, we sell the book. Um, the most effective way to get people who buy our book elsewhere onto our list, bought the book, take the quiz. So it's like this win-win that I believe is like an absolute must for any nonfiction author, whether you are traditionally published, self-published, or hybrid published, um, whatever your path is. So um, this is like our number one secret. It's our number one tool. Virtually every single one of our clients and customers who publishes a book, either working with you um, or with a traditional publisher in combination, like I believe this is where what we teach and what you teach are like, it's like the perfect intersection and it's like the best of both worlds. So um, that's one of our secrets. And um, that's been the biggest evolution in our thinking, having done our second book and our third book, we already have the quiz uh, uh, built um, uh, for people can actually, um, you know, for, for that next book. Like we thought about yeah. the quiz as we're writing the book to make sure that it gets incorporated yeah. into that strategy. That's how important it is. Hey, Chandler Bolt here. I hope you're loving this episode so far. It's time to go from inspiration to implementation. All right, so if you've learned something, we want to help you implement what you've learned with your book. So what I want you to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a publishing consultation with one of the experts on my team. We'll talk about your goals for your book, your dreams, your challenges, your next steps, and we'll start putting together a plan. All right, so go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a call with the team. Let's see how we can help with your book. It's time to implement. What's your third book? Have you announced that yet? 
Uh, <laughs> I gotta gotta leave a little bit of a teaser. So the the, the title is uh, virtually decided, uh, but we're not revealing it quite yet. <laughs> I will say, first book. So first book was Ask, but it's actually the second book in the trilogy. So Choose is the first book in the tri trilogy. Cool. Ask is the second book, and then the third book um, is also going to be a one word title as well, with a big you know hairy scary subtitle behind it. So, um, okay. but what I, but what I will say is there's strategy behind that. And um, for anybody who has like a couple book yeah. ideas in your mind, I would just say like, start with one, get that first one mm -hmm. out, um, uh, knock it out of the park, and you'll have opportunity to build readership beyond that. And we have readers yeah. who, you know, they read the first book, they read the second book. Um, I, I know they're excited about the, the third book. So um, it's definitely a strategy anyone can use. Yeah. And, and, and it's, I think similar to what Russell Brunson did too. It was, you know, you got expertsecrets.com secrets, traffic secrets. I'm going to, I'm going to place my bet and I'm not going to ask you to confirm or deny this, but I'm going to place my bet on start. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe it is. I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a, I, I had money that it would be a one word title <laughs> that I was about 99.9% .9 sure of. So kind of going deeper on the quiz funnel side of things. So is that the main uh, funnel that you guys are sending people into um, for books uh, from a book sales and acquisition perspective? Yeah. So we have two, so we have two main funnels um, and it just attracts different types of buyers, right? So um, people who are a little bit more solution aware and brand aware, we might send them directly into the, the uh, $10 book, free shipping, plus all the bonuses because they, they, they know our brand, they know maybe my name, they know our, our company name, know our brand name. So for somebody who's ready to buy, that we found is the most successful strategy. But if you wanna cast the net a little bit wider and reach an audience of people who maybe don't know who you are, um, they don't know your brand, they're not quite as ready to buy, you need to warm them up a little bit more, the free quiz funnel is just so effective because with the right hook, like in our case, what type of business is right for you? Take the quiz to find out now. Um, that hook is very appealing to a wide network of people. And if, is everybody going to buy the book? No, it's only a fraction of people who are going to buy the book on the back end of it. But the goal is your book is the thing that people can buy right away. And you can also introduce your other products and services as well. The other thing that's really cool about the, the quiz is it tells you so much about your customer. You get so much intelligence about your customer. So for example, I know from our quiz, and by the way, um, uh, this isn't a, a lead plug, but uh, you know, I'll ask for your permission. And if you don't want to, I don't have to. I can give people just a simple URL to see one of these quizzes in action. Cause I, that's like yep, the number one it. question people always ask. So if you go to choosequiz.com, choosequiz.com, you'll see one of these in action and, and you can go through it, you can sign up and I don't really care either way. The most important thing is to see an example of a high performing version of one of these quiz funnels. But what's beautiful about this, um, Chandler, is that you have all these data points. So like for, exa for example, we know that if someone answers a question in a certain way, what the likelihood is that they're gonna buy the book. Like we know that if a person answers a question a certain way, they're a better customer for us than if they don't answer that question. Now you can extend that further because one of the coolest things, depending on the technology that you use, which gets into our technology company, a, a quiz funnel technology, um, you can do what's called pixel segmentation. Now pixel segmentation, we have an integration with our technology platform with, with Facebook, for example, that allows you to build lookalike audiences 
of people who have answered your quiz in a certain way that allows you to run targeted campaigns, number one, and number two, to go after the people who are most likely to be your readers. So for example, if you ask a question, like I'll, the first question on our quiz, I think is, um, which of the following best describes you? Are you launching a new business or growing an existing business? Simple question, right? You could just with that one question alone, nothing else more sophisticated than that, you could run ads or social media posts to people who are looking to start a new business versus different ads, different posts, different strategy, different messaging to people who are growing an existing business. You could talk about different readers, different reader testimonials, different reviews on Amazon, different reviews on your website that line up with each of those two different buckets of people with that question alone. That's one question. Now imagine having a quiz, like in our case, I think there's 10 or 12 questions on this particular quiz. Imagine having 10 data points about someone, how um, targeted you can be with your messaging. So, um, you know, that just starts to underscore the power of what makes this um, such an attractive strategy and why for us it performs better than anything else. And um, we have clients in the health space, for example. Um, we have clients um, uh, that have uh, best-selling books for literally uh, weeks and weeks and weeks on the bestseller list using this one strategy, just quiz and either quiz to, you know, website sale or in some cases quiz to like, buy the book on Amazon or buy it at barnesandnoble.com or whatever on the back of the strategy. So um, we're all in, um, you know, we built a technology around this. We you know, built a company around this. It works so well for um, books and also other products as well. Yeah, that's great, man. I love that. And I think I can speak to uh, the, the benefit of quizzes in general. I think we need to implement the quiz book kind of circle of life that you're talking about. Cause we, I mean, we have kind of three core quizzes. There's um, our book, best book writing software quiz. It's like the top, one of the top videos and top uh, blog posts on our blog. It's, it's like, similarly though, it's like, okay, you can read this blog post or you can just take the quiz. And then we have a best self publishing companies quiz. We have an author DNA quiz. And I, I, I don't know why we, I haven't thought of integrating that into the book because we've seen video and audio work really well, right? That's what we always do. This is the beginning of the book, give away some sort of video or an audio. But I, I mean, I just imagine the conversion rate has got to be so much higher with the quiz because people It's crazy because it. it's like, they before you get started, <laughs> yeah, before you get started, take this quiz, come back and I'll tell you what your results mean and why it's so important. You can't proceed. Like a video or an extra download is great. Don't oh, get me right. wrong. That yeah, doesn't yeah. not That's work. But it's like, I'll, I'll watch that, I'll read that later, versus like, you cannot, it's like the Strengths Finder test. You cannot read the book, the um, Strengths 2.0, or I forget what they call it now. Yeah, um, yeah. You cannot read that book and get value from it without having taken the test. Or yeah. my good friend Ian Cron's book, um, The Road Back to You, is a book where mm -hmm. you take, yeah. you learn your Enneagram type. You book. have to find out your Enneagram type in order, like, you are dying yeah. with curiosity. And yeah. I remember I read that book on an airplane and I didn't have internet when I first got that book. And I was like, <laughs> the first thing I did when I landed the dang air on the airplane and I landed yeah. in the airport was take the dang test. Because yeah. I was like, I gotta find out what my type is before reading this any further. So it's just so compelling. So anyways, I'm, I'm obviously biased, but um, we've had a lot of success with it. And um, you know, that's my, that's my um, advocation for that. That's great. I love that. Um, 
Uh, let's see. Final question or two. Any? I mean, I, I was getting, you know, going to kind of go two buckets: using a quiz to generate leads and and sell books, and then using a quiz to to turn readers into buyers. But I mean, you've kind of laid out two birds, one stone. It's the same quiz, <laughs> which is awesome. That's just beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> any other ways that 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 you use quizzes, either from a book acquisition perspective or from a turning um, readers into paying customers? Well, what I say is this. So if you don't yet have a book, another great use of this, another great strategy is you, you, you run a quiz like this. It's one of the fastest ways to build an audience. It's one of the fastest ways to build a list. And, um, you know, we have people who have literally started from scratch and they go from nothing to 10,000 people taking one of these quizzes in all sorts of different markets. Um, I think of Jamal in the relationship market. I think of Luis in the parenting market. Um, I think uh, Dana in the, uh, the homeschooling market. Um, I, I think of all of these different markets, people building a massive list incredibly quickly and cheaply on the back of a quiz. Well, what's great about that, let's say you don't have a book right now. Let's say you're like, oh, but Chandler, Ryan, I don't have a book right now. Does this make sense? Do a quiz and you say, hey, I'm thinking about writing a book on this topic. If you're interested, you know, sign up for my wait list and I'll let you know as soon as it's ready. What's beautiful about that is that you can then reach out to that audience of people that you've built and survey them and ask them, which is like the DNA of the, my book, Ask, and, and, and our process that we follow. You ask people what their biggest challenges, questions, obstacles, they have on the topic that you're thinking about writing your book and you will write a book that people will love just based on surveying people asking what they want and giving it to them and that's the one of the first books that we wrote. i mentioned the book orchids made easy one of the first books that we wrote we've sold over 150,000 copies of that book alone in the orchid space i was not an orchid expert nor am I really an orchid expert. What I like to say is I'm an expert in orchid enthusiasts or orchid growers. I know more about what orchid growers really want to know about than probably almost anyone else in the world. I'm not an orchid expert, but I know the consumer. And you can become an expert in the consumer in your space by going through this process and writing the book, not that you think people want to read, but the book that people really want to read. So um, it's just a, another, again, reason for doing one of these quizzes, gives you this audience of people. You can reach out, you can survey, you get all these data points in the quiz itself. You can ask open-ended questions in the quiz if you want to. Um, and, um, you know, uh, we're going to set yourself up for success when it comes time to writing and, uh, and marketing that book. That's great. So kind of final question or so here. So, I mean, I know we talked last time, it's like, th this book, and I guess now these books have been just responsible for millions of dollars in revenue through through free plus shipping funnels, through quiz funnels, through all that stuff. So you, you got the books that are just such a pivotal, pivotal part of the business. But, and I know this is a big question and we don't have a ton of time, but I'm just, I'm curious on this. So why go from book, business, now software? Like why, why software company and how does that kind of fit in with the business as a whole? Yeah, you know, so um, the path that I followed was, this, was the following. So. I implemented a methodology building uh, these small niche businesses in a whole bunch of different markets. The Orchid example is one of them. I learned that methodology and I started consulting with people to um, uh, work with businesses one-on-one. -on -one. From there, developed a framework that became uh, a sort of high-level, high-ticket um, uh, event, workshop, boot camp. From there, I took that framework and made it the book, my first book at least. 
So that's the path that I followed. So I started you know, doing it myself, working with people in a small group, and then teaching it at scale, and then becoming the book. When I wrote the book, the biggest challenge that people had was the technology for implementing what I was teaching. And um, you know, uh, I would recommend at that time other technology that was out there in the market. And there really wasn't anything that did exactly what people needed. Um, so I made the decision to build it and uh, built that technology company with my partner. And uh, we've now, like the, it's just, the numbers are just like blow me away. We have over 30 million annual users of that technology using these quiz funnels in market after market, 200 million data points. And uh, with that information, with that data, we're able to just refine the process. So it becomes almost this sort of, you know, um, uh, recursive process where we will, use the technology to implement the methodology and then from what we learn through the technology refine the methodology further so um i've got uh, not the third book but um a new version of our book ask coming out uh, next year um that we're uh that we've called ask 2.0 so ask 2.0 is coming out and that's going to represent what we've learned in the last five years building a three-time Inc. 500 company, building a, a technology company used by 30 million people, working with all these different businesses, what we've learned and how the world has changed in that time. And a big part of our learning comes from that technology and all the data that um, we have access to. So, um, you know, I, you know, this is, um, I think it's the natural evolution for anybody who has a framework. It's um, first you develop a methodology then can you codify it in such a way that you can actually implement it with a technology? It requires a, like that next level of refinement in what you teach. And so I think it's a natural progression for anybody who's a teacher to ask yourself. It's an interesting intellectual question to ask. The methodology that you teach as a nonfiction expert in your world, how might you or how could you transform that or a piece of that into a technology? And a book and software are like a marriage made in heaven. They match up and support each other perfectly where your book can teach people what to do and you can give people the rules and methodology and you can say, you've got two options, implement this yourself or the easy button is use this yeah. tool over here that we built to do that. 100%. So it works perfectly. Yeah, and it's so funny, totally different, but the same exact thing. I interviewed JJ Virgin on the podcast here a little while ago, and she was talking about diet books and cookbooks, very similar, but we're talking physical products uh, and we're talking e-commerce where it's like, okay, you can, you can do this plan, the Virgin diet <laughs> with the other stuff, or we can make it super simple and you can just buy this, buy all of these products, right? right and so buy her, piece, her supplements. Yeah. yeah. Her, her smoothie mix and her, uh, like all the stuff that she sells, like that's the easy button. So it's like, it yes. matches perfectly. So I think as an author, we have an, as authors, we have this opportunity to really think strategically around how this book is going to be a vehicle, not just to sell the book. And I know yes. I'm like, this is the basics and that's what I'll end with. It's, it's not just about the book. It's what the book can do for you. And, and I'll say this before I launched my first book, before I wrote my first book, um, I was a, I was a nobody that, um, I was the secret weapon that big companies brought through the back door. Nobody knew who I was and I had no credibility. Being able to say that you're a number one national best-selling author and a few other kind of you know little you know things in your you know when your awards that you get to mention, that one piece alone is an instant credibility builder. It's an instant door opener, and it makes so much of all the other stuff 
not only possible, but so much easier. So, yeah. um, you know, what, I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing right now with this, you know, um, challenge and program that you've got going on. I think what you do makes this achievable and possible for so many more people. Um, and uh, yeah, man, before I launched my first book, I wish I, you know, I wish you were doing what you're doing now yeah. and I had access to it because I think I would have um, fast-tracked the process. I would have avoided making so many mistakes, stepped on so many landmines. So um, anybody who's here right now watching what you're doing and doing what you're doing, I think is uh, in a really great spot. So um, I'm a fan, man. I appreciate it. Ryan, this has been amazing. Thanks so much once again. Uh, how can people find out more about you, get your books uh, and more about, more about what you're up to? Yeah. So I, like I mentioned, I think go to um, uh, choosethebook.com if you want to see how we sell our book and get access to my most recent book, um, that $10 offer. And we have a whole bunch of different bonuses and stuff like that that you can check out. Uh, check out uh, choosequiz.com to see how we're using a quiz funnel to launch a book. And um, that'll kind of give you kind of a doorway into our world. And most importantly, you'll be able to see how we are selling our book, how we've sold hundreds of thousands of copies of, of our books using this process. So you can kind of study what we're doing, emulate what you want, and uh, come and learn more about our world. That's awesome. Ryan, thank you again. Awesome. Thanks, Chandler. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Self-Publishing School Podcast. I know there's so many places that you can be spending your time. There's other podcasts that you could be listening to, YouTube channels that you could be watching. Uh, so thank you so much. It means the world. Now, I want you to do three things right now if you found this episode. All right, number one, I don't know if you know this, but we've got a YouTube channel. It's a companion channel to this podcast. All the video versions of the episode are on the YouTube channel. So number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Number two, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever, whether this is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, number two, I want you to subscribe to this podcast right now so you don't miss a future episode. Uh, and then number three, this is probably the most important, uh, leave a review on the podcast. All right. Reviews are super important and help the podcast get discovered by other people. Uh, so number three, leave a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. If you're on the fence about scheduling a publishing consultation call with my team, maybe you're not quite ready uh, for that, I've got some free training that I think will be really helpful for you. All right, all you have to do is go to register to sign up. Go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. When you do, you're also going to get a free digital copy of my new book, Published. And on that training, you're going to learn the next step, so how to implement with your book. So how to write, how to publish, how to launch successfully. So go to register right now at selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. I'll see you there.